Slop Respect the Podcast. New joint. Zeus Rubber Waters. so long man hey congratulations to you bro on your new deal and bro i'm uh very excited to see what you got in store uh make sure y'all check him out at zeus rebel waters on social media and that's his new joint called love but uh fly respect the podcast me in this thing it's a nice uh nice day out man you know the seasons are changing it's a little little chillier uh at night and um you know, cooler uh, in the day, you know, not so high. You know, the season's changing, allergy season. Uh, my allergies was just going crazy the other day. Um, you know, had to get declared and put that on deck. You know what I'm saying? I used to think, I didn't, you know, when I was younger and, like, allergies would come around, I'm talking about, like, like grade school up to, like, maybe, like, early high school. I used to just thought, like, something was wrong with me when I had allergies because it wasn't like my mama told me. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mama knew I was, like, sneezing and my nose is running and shit like that. But I think she would give me, like, Benadryl or Robitussin. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, it wasn't like she knew what the hell was wrong with me. So I used to just think every year something was wrong with my ass. But it's hoodie weather. Uh, I love hoodie weather. You know, like, a good hoodie. I was online the other day, and um, I just, I don't know. I just bought, like, a bunch of shit that I didn't need because it's like... <laughs> I don't know where I'm, I don't have anywhere to go, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, uh, I made a status, uh, the other day, and I was talking about people that's constantly going out of town, man, it's like, I told them I'm unfollow their post, because it'd be like, you know how you just wake up some days, you feeling real spicy, like you just want to be a hater that day, so I just was hating, man, I got tired of seeing people on my timeline <laughs> at the beach, or like in Vegas, or like living their best life somewhere, other than where they live in an Airbnb turned up, you know what I mean? And I'm here, like, <laughs> so I just wanted to be a hater, but yeah, it's all love, you know what I mean? I'm not, like, a real hater. I ain't no hater, but, you know, it's one of them situations. And I felt like hating. The other day, I started watching uh, The Social, what is it on Netflix? The Social Dilemma. Um, it's a documentary on Netflix, man, and it was pretty crazy, you know what I'm saying? It got to the the, the, the kind of like the the meat and bones of how like these algorithms that we are in in social media, how they go and how things go viral and et cetera. You know what I'm saying? And it got to basically 
uh, it was a weird space in the documentary where they said basically there are people, if uh, you can grasp the concept, okay, there are people that make these algorithms and put them on the server for the program, but the algorithms does its own thing and it promotes what it wants to post or it you know what i'm saying it's basically saying like these these tech guys coded all this stuff to make an algorithm for social media and when they start it it just does whatever the hell it wants to do like they don't know how it's going to move and i thought that was like weird as hell and it got into the the uh the facts of how the addiction rate is you know like how people get addicted to it and that you know when it was created that was the ultimate goal for people to to, um be addicted to to an app from the design of it uh the way it looks to the alerts um all that shit was meant to put you in a space to be addicted to it like they even talked about how like when they came up with the tagged post feature like if you see like such and such tag you in a post you're gonna go look at that shit because you're like well shit let me see what the hell they you know, tag me if it's a picture of me, you know what I mean? So it's like, like so much strategic shit that they do to keep us on these apps. And, uh, I thought it was a cool thing to check your screen time. I might be late on that shit, but I didn't know the phone had an option on here where you like, you can go on here (laughs) and like, see how long you've been on a certain app. Then they went into drop how like depression and shit spiked within like certain, uh, age groups and, you know, all crazy shit like that due to social media, because you got to think about it, man, like, pretty much every time you get online, somebody shitting on you in a certain way, or, or attempting to quote-unquote shit, and, and you, you can say all day long, oh, I'm doing this to motivate people, uh, or whatever, motivate, whatever, whatever, but you're also doing it to say, hey, look what I got, you know, like, look at my world, because y'all ain't fucking with me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and uh, that that fucks with people, man. It really does. Because especially when people can't do the same thing or live on that same type of level or you feel like, damn, I ain't never been to the Maldives and this motherfucker over here in, in the Maldives kissing dolphins. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never seen a dolphin. You know, that could fuck with people's head. And some people could take that and be like, man, I'm, I'm going to take me a trip to the Maldives. And some people would be like, man, you know, my life ain't shit because I ain't been to the Maldives. But I'm the type of person, I love seeing all that type of shit. I just love seeing people doing their thing, you know. Um, I love seeing people doing different shit, too, that I would probably never think to do. So I follow a few pages on social media where it's, like, just lavish lifestyles of people. or You know what I'm saying? Like, man, just just amounts of wealth that's crazy and the, the type of shit that you can buy, you know, with wealth. You know what I'm saying? So social media, nonetheless, it's just wherever you go, don't you're never gonna be the person that's doing the it shit. There's always somebody shitting on you way harder. <laughs> if that's what you know, and if that makes you depressed, that's pretty fucked up. You shouldn't probably even have a social media if that's the case, because everywhere you turn, you know, it's gonna be turned up. But these algorithms, they talk about how they get to know us like personally on some freaky shit. So. When you think of your timeline, for the most part, you would low-key think, like, if I have the same friends on my friends list, and we all have the same friends, we should all be seeing the same shit, right? 
But no, that ain't how it goes. Like the algorithm tailors your timeline specifically for you. Now, personally, I don't know when algorithms were created because I didn't do no research. But um, and I think they said it on the documentary, matter of fact, but I just don't remember. But I do remember feeling like, why is my timeline so weird all of a sudden? Like this probably like years ago. And I might have said it on here. Like I never understood because I remember like it would be like for the most part. People would see the same shit, and it would be like, such and such posted this one minute ago. Okay, so you're seeing it as in time, and you're seeing different people on your timelines, and this and that. And then it like slowly shifted to where it's like, I can go on social media right now and see a post that somebody made three days ago. And you'd be like, well, why the hell am I seeing something from three days ago? And we can just talk about social media in a whole just being like... Man, it just it's just bizarre in itself the amount of shit that's on social media, you know, and the the rabbit holes you can go down with like YouTube. Like, man, I'll be on YouTube. YouTube is like dope. Even with that, they did you know did that type of stuff to create you know a different type of world, something that you would keep coming back to, of course, because you know making money. But the the rabbit holes you can go down on on uh, YouTube is dope. Now. Netflix, I think that algorithm don't really, it's not really that good as of yet. Because it take me forever to start trying to find some shit on Netflix. I'm not going to lie. If it's not in like the top 10, or if I've seen people online ranting and raving about it, like that's mostly how I watch a lot of stuff. People are just fed with social media. I don't, I, it's low key, bro. If you don't have social media, I low key don't trust you. Because it's like, well, what are you trying to hide? Like, <laughs> why are you trying to, you know what I mean? But there are people like, that are below the radar. I have a homeboy. Uh, I've known him for years. Named Justin. He doesn't. He doesn't even have a social media. And we're around the same age. But also, he's one of the guys. He's a tech guy. You know what I'm saying? So he got like a Google phone. Like I'm like, bro. Like who? Who has a Google phone? You know what I'm saying? So I watched like half of that, and then I uh, started doing something else. But I started to think about like with social media, like. You know, it's a world, you know, within itself. And so people create their own worlds, and we've been knowing that. But just to think about it, you know, it's like there's so many people on my timeline that I've never met in my life, but I have a sense of, hey, I know that person because we interacted on social media or we interact on social media often or I see their day-to-day lifestyle or I see what their house may look like or, you know, how their style is, you know what I'm saying? Because of the stuff they, you know, put online, you know what I'm saying? have never met these people a day in my life, but there's some sense of community there. Man, the weirdest shit be like, especially with this pandemic, it's like people are just up all the damn time online so you got you know a few people in my timeline that love to just get fucking drunk and they go on live and they just be on live and you know how you can see somebody's live on facebook but not like click it to like actually go into the live to be like so you can be one of the persons viewing i never do that shit especially when it's like nobody looking at them so what i do is i'll like scroll at they live right and i just be like looking and trying to like interpret if i can see what they saying like read their lips but at the same time i can tell like they really desperately want somebody to click in there so they can start doing whatever they're doing they might be drinking 
drinking and smoking hookah and listening to some music or something like that. Like some cool shit, but they really want somebody to click in there, but I never click in that shit. But I say that to say there are a select few people on my timeline that I see online they'll either be drunk as hell, tripping, you know, it's one girl, she be on there crying a lot, which is sad and kind of scary. Uh, you got... Uh, the drunk person that just does crazy shit at night and uploads videos, you know, on their snap, they might be drunk. And you might just see this motherfucker running up the street, um, you know, with a goddamn can of soup in their hand. You'd be like, well, what the fuck are you running up the street with a can of soup? You know, like, just stupid shit. And sadly, um, I'm here for it. Like, <laughs> there are a lot of pages where there's people, like, in St. Louis where I live that I've never seen in my life. But I know, like... Hey, if I go on such and such page, I'm going to go see some wild shit. But in a good way, too. You know, there's pages you can go to and, like, you can see some uplifting stuff. You can see some positive stuff, you know. And you can go down that rabbit hole. So, you know, it's kind of like either way. I just know I like to have my pages kind of, like, geared around sane people, if that make any sense. You know, I like normal stuff. I like normal topics i like intriguing topics i like uh to see a little crazy stuff sometime you know and back to the instagram algorithm like i know the explore like your explore page is like basically yeah that algorithm crazy because i remember at one point all right don't judge me but it used to be like a lot of booties on my explore page (laughs) Because I don't know, man, it's like, hey, I would go down, like, you'd be like, who is this girl? So you start clicking all these different girls, and you like, dang, who is this chick? She bad. Who is this chick? And it got to the point where it was, like, amazing that the amount of, like, drop-dead gorgeous women that you just see on social media from around the world that have, like, astronomical followings, and they live in, like, you know, Idaho or some shit. Oh, and it wasn't my fault that my timeline was filled with booties, like, you know what I'm saying? Because my homeboys would send them to me in, like, group chats or, like, be like, hey, you know, this is what they looking like over in Ireland or something. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like I was just, like, searching girls with big booties in Ireland or some shit. <laughs> then it goes to, like, the they went to talk about on that documentary, uh, uh, like, I guess, what was it, dopamine or some shit? That you get, like, the feeling you get when you get, like, gratification online, like, it makes you um, feel a certain way. And they talk about the chemical in your brain and all. Like, man, it gets deep, man. My bad for not doing a podcast in a month. I just realized that. But I have been uh, just busy with working, man. I've been working with an artist named K.O., um, originally from St. Louis, but now he lives in Florida. And, uh, yeah, producing some records for his his project and uh, man and uh, just overseeing uh, some work on the project and it was just like alright man like this thing is dope so yeah we put in about uh, 20 hours studio time and uh, yeah got some stuff done man we got like 22 records you know uh, I think I produced I don't know I think I produced 11 I think yeah I think I produced 11 um, but yeah, shout out to him, man. Um, I, right now I got the rough copies. Um, you know, I ain't gonna leak those, but, uh, it'll be mixed and mastered real soon. So I definitely have some stuff up, you know, uh, to put up soon, real soon, man. But we got some good music coming out. And speaking of music, man, um, I'm a music head and it's like, I love to listen to like all different types of genres. 
And I love listening to music, you know, to like put off a different mood or put me into a different mood or, you know, depending on how I feel that day. And I love when I listen to something and it makes my head want to explode because it's so dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, the other day, man, I ran across an old Mac Miller album. Uh, what is it? The uh, Watching Movies with the Sound Off. And I turned it on, man. It was like listening to that shit for the first time, man. And just the melodies and the rhymes and what he was rapping about. And, man, definitely a, a dope, dope rapper, man, that was gone too soon. So rest in peace to Mac Miller. Um, I actually just ordered a painting of him on my from my wall. I got like a wall in my living room where I got uh, Nipsey on one side and I got uh, Michael Jackson on the other side. And but on the side with Nipsey, I'm going to put that Mac Miller next to him on the left side, and then on the right side, I'm gonna throw up um, my guy uh, uh, Juice World. You know, who passed away. So it's like these cartoon type of like artistic drawings. Like they're really dope. Um, but yeah, rest in peace to those people, man. But I love to just listen to music. I love to rediscover music too, man. Like it was like listening to that thing was like, man, you know, it took me back to the time when I first listened to the record, you know. So uh, definitely love to get back to records like that, man. Like definitely being like a certain type of groove, you know. Like this this type of weather that I'm in, man. I man, I this weather, it feels so good in the morning. It's like a little crisp. So man, I like to like jump up, maybe uh, you know, fix some coffee or some tea, uh, you know, uh, spark a number. You know what I'm saying? And then throw on some like Anita Howard, ring my bell, or something. You know what I'm saying? Like you talking about a straight vibe? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You talking about a vibe, man, you got to create your own vibe, you know what I'm saying, and keep your, keep yourself positive and keep you uplifted. I appreciate a good cup of coffee, and man, Dunkin' Donuts got the, uh, the, the big, like, gallon joint that they sell in the grocery store, and it got, like, hella caffeine in it. I looked on the back, I want to say it was, like, 300 grams of caffeine, 300 milligrams of caffeine and, like, a, a serving, like, a four-ounce pour or something like that. And I know somebody else is listening to this probably like, he likes Dunkin' Donuts coffee? Like, why not Starbucks? Because I can get a gallon of this here Dunkin' Donuts for $5. And sometimes I might get that uh, that that Starbucks joint. I don't think it's a gallon, though. I forget how much, uh, what serving it is. But it's that, like, they got, like, the caramel macchiato joint, you know, for, like, the seven. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty good. So I more so go off coffee for the taste and the caffeine content because I like caffeine and I, I, sometimes I need to move, you know. And I'd rather do coffee caffeine versus trying to take like energy drinks, you know. I notice with them energy drinks, it's like you, you come up and then you, hella and then you crash a little bit. I had drunk some of that shit, man, and then I was driving the other day. I'm, I'm you know, I'm jigging to the music and, uh, Man, I, the person in front of me did not have no brake lights, bro. So it was like, I'm jigging, whatever, whatever, you know. And you, you, you kind of gauge how fast you going in the car in front of you by, you know, the brake lights. You know, it's common sense. Especially when you're supposed to be going like 40 miles an hour, 45 miles an hour. So they started to slow down. And I had to like kind of slow down. You know what I mean? It was like, damn, bro. And I had that coffee up in me, bro. <laughs> I was hopped up on that Dunkin' Donuts coffee, bro. Man, I was like, whoa, but I don't, when I'm driving, it's like I drive defensively, and I don't know, I don't never honk my horn, like, it's never been a, 
uh, a mechanism in my brain to go off to be like honk the horn. Like I've never like if a person like ran a red light, I'd never honk the horn. I would just swerve out the way or, you know, somebody was veering off in my lane. I would just slow down. Like I never was that person like honking the horn and trying to speed up and trying to compete to get over because they trying to cut me off or whatever. No, I've never been that. I've never been that person trying to speed, you know what I'm saying? Because, hey, I'm just trying to arrive alive and also keep my car in good shape so that insurance does not go up. You feel me? Because these cats out here nowadays will hit your car and keep rolling. So the other day, I forgot what I was looking at on YouTube. Like, I was speaking about them rabbit holes, man. So I ended up on this video about uh, the singer named Houston. This was a cat, he was popping like early 2000s. I remember him from when he would be on like 106 and Park and his his, uh, his song was in like the top 10 countdown and he had a song with Chingy on it. So I was familiar with his music just based on really that. You know what I mean? And you know, like a lot of people, uh, like artists that come out, they might have a hit song for a while and then you just never hear nothing from them cats again. But I came across a video about him and it was crazy to see that... Um, Basically, mental health really played a part in his uh, downfall in his life. Um, it gets extreme to where the point where I believe he got diagnosed with like schizophrenia or something. But prior to that, uh, he had uh, like gouged his eye out, his own eye. You know, while while he was like famous and you know he was a star and had all this planned and that planned, he gouged his eye out and that just you know whole career down the drain and also he was just able to finally get help you know mentally you feel what i'm saying from people that genuinely wanted to see him you know be healthy like it was like a medication thing like he needed the medication just crazy man it's just really crazy now the other day man i went to the barber shop and i cut my beard off well not off completely but i uh i trimmed it down like shaved it down to where it's like shadowy you know what I'm saying? So the beard wasn't there anymore, you know. But it'll grow back in a couple weeks because it's like, you know, my hair grows really fast. But I did that and then um, I got on social media and <laughs> people was clowning the hell out of me. I'm like, dang, bro. Like, so y'all like the beard more than me, bro? Like. <laughs> It was crazy because I got like a skinny face, right? So I guess like my beard makes it looks like, you know, my face is more fuller than what it is. Like I, I got this beard off. I look like I'm about 20 years old, bro. I, I like a, I look a good 22-ish, probably. No bullshit. And I look real sneaky. Like without this beard, I look real sneaky, bro. Like one of my homeboys tagged me and something. He said I look like an undercover narc, you know, <laughs> like a cop. I got like an undercover cop or some shit. I was at work the other day, and this old head that walked up to me was like, man, he said, I thought you was somebody new, man. You cut your shit off. <laughs> he said, I ain't know who you was. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I mean, I don't think I look that much different, but I mean, it's me. You know what I'm saying? I got the booty chin, though. You know, probably y'all would know I had a boot, little booty chin action. You know what I'm saying? But I would never, um, I would never cut, like, to where it's just, like, bare face, you know? So some of you may or may not know, Dr. Dre has been going through like a divorce situation. And from what I can see from uh, what it is, man, it's like crazy. And it's going to be like really messy financially. Anytime there's a lot of money involved, that's when things get crazy. She was requesting $2 million a month in like spousal support while the divorce is going on, like while the proceedings are going on. 
And I think her, uh, and one of the things, it said that her, like, monthly entertainment was, like, a couple hundred bucks. I mean, a couple hundred thousand dollars and, like, a cleaning fee of, like, 30 racks for a month. or It was something crazy like that, bro. Like, where's she go? Man, I clean her clothes for $30,000 a month. You know what I'm saying? What, what kind of clothes she got this 30000 I'm like, whoa. Like, this stuff be getting outrageous. I mean, of course, she's just being probably dramatic. And, of course, you know, probably trying to take him to the cleaners. Because he is, like, you know, uh, I want to say one of the highest paid entertainers. A, a very uh, hefty um, uh, net worth and, 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 and money on hand, etc. So... Uh, that's just crazy, man. I remember it was a couple months ago. What is it with Future and he keep like knocking up these chicks that you know end up getting them out of all this money per month, you know, or trying to get all this money? Like this is like the second chick I want to say that's went to like court and was trying to get like an astronomical number of money. Like she was trying to get like what was it like forty thousand dollars a month? Something outrageous, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and there was another one trying to get like a crazy amount before I remember. But that's just wild, man. And then what's even wilder is the the women on the internet that'll be like, I see no problem with her getting $43,000 a month. Like, that's $43,000 in a month. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Fly Perspective Podcast. Make sure you guys tell a friend. Make sure you guys email me questions, comments, or concerns at tfpfeedback at gmail.com. And this week, we're going to end it out with uh, a joint from uh, Craig Aaron. It's called Starburst. Yeah. AK. Craig Aaron. Keep it real You ain't gotta lie